I can see it with my own two pretty blues. Let me see. They're not blue. What color are they? Turquoise. And my blue eyes, blue as the sky. No. <laughs> you turquoise. Could, you could get lost in these peepers. I'm not trying to right now. I'm just telling you. Let's Be see. careful. They're like siren songs. <laughs> <laughs> This is a smokehouse of ours. Oh, yeah. So, this is uh, Sticking with Stucky number 31. 31s. Quality sir. podcast. Yes, sir. Make sure they know. <laughs> it is Sticking with Stucky, a quality podcast. High quality. High quality. Okay, there you go. Sticking with, you, you're welcome to be on this episode of Sticking with Stucky, a high quality by yours truly, Tim. Chris. Here we are, episode 31. Song is Sparks by The Who. I don't know why. <laughs> you don't know why what? You picked The Who. <laughs> because I watched Almost Famous the other day, bro. Oh, I see. And she says, you listen to Tommy and you light a candle and you'll see the future. And I was like, yeah. So did you? Is that what you did? You listened to the whole album? I almost threw a, a Stillwater song on there. Fever dog, <laughs> scratching at my back door. Bro, did you know that guy who, who was the guitarist on that show? He got Peter Frampton to help him out. No way. To teach him how to like not only to play guitar, but to actually like how to how to perform correctly at a rock show. See, I know you love guitarists so much. I love them. Why didn't you ever learn how to play the guitar? I don't know, man. I, I think my fingers are retarded. And I don't want to try and be like, <laughs> another failure. <laughs> because it's something another I... <laughs> because it's something I love so much. I don't want to be like, oh no, I can't even do this. This thing I love. I love hip-hop music, so I learned how to mix. 
I mean, yeah, me too. That's why I learned how to rap. And I also know how to push buttons so I can make beats. You know what I really think it is? I have a low threshold for pain, and I know <laughs> that their fingers get all blistered. <laughs> <laughs> well, start, start out with a smaller, like a ukulele, and then you're going to be like Tiny Tim. Have you ever heard of that guy? What's his name? His name's like Jake Shabanaro or something like that. Mm-mm. Dude, he does the sickest guitar covers on this, like, ukulele. He does one, like, uh, he does the Bohemian Rhapsody one. Yeah. That one's really good. And he does, uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. If you look on, on YouTube, it's called While My Ukulele Gently Is Weeps. Is it kind of like that guy I listened to a while back, that Rob Scallion guy that played, like, on like, heavy metal songs and banjos? Yeah, like, it's like, Anthrax yeah, and... it's like that, but he just does it on a ukulele. So the video is like him sitting in Central Park and he just does while my guitar gently weeps. Oh. And like his hands oh. move so fast. They look like a blur on the video. Like you can't even pick him up <laughs> because he's going so fast. It sounds a lot like when you played Cowboys from Hell on the ukulele. Who? That Rob Scallion dude. He plays the ukulele? Yeah, he plays that. He plays the guitar. He plays a bass guitar. Oh, I might have to check this he'll, out. He'll oh. chop it all up and make the whole song. What do you mean he chops it up? Like he, like he'll play all the instruments and stick it all together, like how we do this on Audacity. Oh, okay, okay. He'll layer it to where it's right. Scallion. Scallion, like he's scallywag. Okay. Scally. Scallion wag. I might have to check this dude out, man. That dude's rocking. I liked it so much, I went on iTunes and purchased the songs. Dang. This is before I knew that you could rip it, you know. <laughs> before you knew you could steal them. Yeah, I could have stole them a long time ago instead of paying for them. But I think he deserved the money. Yeah, man. You gotta you gotta support your artists. Yeah, I know. As... You just stole from the who. <laughs> that is kind of hypocritical of me. <laughs> This stole the one minute and thirty seconds of the <clears throat> It'd be like me taking Support your artists. Now watch as I steal from them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like my dad but, told me. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but it'd be like me if I ever get an NPC, you know. I can't wait. I, cause I'm gonna sample stuff. I want to see how that brain translates into music. It's probably gonna be a whack job. Sorry, right. I like wacky. That's why you grow beards. <laughs> see, that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And I want to see that translated into music. Well, you're talking about I'd be the Rick Rubin of this world. So. You, I'm telling you, man. In a couple of weeks. That beard is going to turn into a Rick Rubin beard. You're going to be like Rick Rubin when he was with the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Not fully gray, but still long and black. Rick Rubin. Did you watch that Kendrick Lamar thing? I did, bro. It was great. And I, I suggest it to our uh, listening audience. Go check it out. It's a GQ interview. Rick Rubin. With Rick, uh, Rick Rubin interviewing Kendrick Rubin. Lamar. Yeah, uh, Rubin. Ru Rubin. What did I say? Rick Rubin. Ru 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 well, I've, I've had a, a drinky poo or two. <laughs> and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, and he's interviewing him. And it's just great, man, to see like 
how this guy thinks about music, Rick Rubin, giving out the questions and feeding them to him. Like, cause you, it's usually just a guy who's asking the older fella. Well, not only that, but like a guy who's a fan, but's never been in the trenches like Rick Rubin has. Like Rick Rubin has been instrumental in a lot of like hip hop. Oh yeah, legacy. Like a lot of been, real estate goes. If it wouldn't have been for him and he's co-signed on a lot of real Russell estate. Simmons. Yeah, he's co-signed on a lot of real estate and hip hop. You wouldn't have Def Def Jam. All the stuff he did with the. Uh, Run DMC and the Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. Jay Z, Curtis Blow. Mm-hmm. Rick Rubin's a boss, man. Oh, I know he's. Know. I know he's weird. Like, have you ever seen that video where him and Jay Z were? I think he's doing the dirt off your shoulder. Yeah. And they did like a documentary about Jay Z doing the Black Album, and it's got him in Rick Rubin's studio, <laughs> but but his his whole vibe is so weird. It's like. He's got him down in the basement, and it's not like a regular, like, you know, usually a studio. They put you in a square room. Yeah. The foam on the walls. Not Rick Rubin. He's got you in the middle of, like, somewhere down on, like, his second floor. And it's, like, uh, it's still the same foam on the walls, but it's like, uh, it's like a shower curtain of that stuff. And he just, like, throws it and, like, puts up a studio out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, uh, one of the guys from the Beastie Boys shows up, and Jay's doing the, the get your dirt off your shoulders thing. It's incredible, man. Because he's like, and he's just like marveling that Jay-Z, yeah, he writes it all in his head. Can you believe that? And the other guy's like, yeah, man, that's what I heard. It's insane. And Jay-Z's like doing the part where it's like, uh, I think it's like the third verse where he's like him getting stopped by the cop. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Rick, <laughs> I'm going to do this part, and I'm going to leave it blank. I'm going to come back and fill it in later. And then he does his little thing, and then he comes back, and he's like, does the officer part and everything like that. And it's all off the top of his head, man. So I wonder how that goes at one of his concerts, then if everything's off his head, does he just remember it? That's something that happened to me, man, because... Because that's what it... Because we were reading... What what we reading the comments in the McJenkins album one yeah. day and the guys like I was reading them I was right I don't know if I told you about that but I was reading it I think I remember this and they said that this guy had went to his show like in North Carolina or something and he had forgotten most of the words to the Waters track yeah well the guy or McJenkins McJenkins yeah he had just forgotten bro so, you have to. I don't know what it is, but like, in order to move on, you gotta forget where you've been. It's like this. It's like a crazy like phoenix process. Like, uh, <clears throat> we had to respit some stuff. Me and Star had to respit some stuff for our little mixtape, and I'm not trying to put myself on, <laughs> on the level of Jay Z <laughs> or Mick Jenkins. I'm just saying, from my personal perspective, we had to go back and like respit some stuff. And he was looking at me, and I was looking at him like, Bro, I don't know what to say on these tracks. And we had to like dig up our old stuff and go listen to it, and like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, that was actually pretty good. So, <laughs> that stuff we said. I mean, you have to relearn it, man. But I think in order to move on, you have to forget it. 
Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just retracing your steps. Is that why we never remember what we talk about after we record these things? I hear that happens, man. We do it every time. I listen to the Bennington show with Ron Bennington, and like uh, they were talking about that the other day. He's like, people will come up to him. Like, he'll be doing the uh, Ron Bennington interviews or the yeah. Unmasks, and people will be telling him stuff about shows and stuff that he said, and they're like... <laughs> and he's telling them, like, the guy's looking at me, and he's telling me, this was so instrumental, and this was, like, a real good piece of pearl of wisdom and advice. <laughs> and he tells him what it is, and Ron's like, yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know. I wonder... If that will happen to us, because I know our number one fan comes to you yeah. and tells you stuff about what he thinks is funny in it. Big Bevo! And <clears throat> you're like, I don't remember that. Yeah. And I'll be like, what, which episode was that? I don't even... And after we record these things, uh, Courtney asked me, so what did you talk about? <laughs> I done forgot yeah, what we even talked about, because we do ours as a stream of consciousness. Yeah. You want to tell them what happens? Like, how we do a show? I mean, we can get into, like, the whole detail. you want to? Alright, so... Because this is the 31st episode, so it's kind of like, let's give them a letdown. Yeah, yeah, let's let them get a little inside insight. Yeah. Okay. Sling it out there. Okay. So what happens is... Pearls of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Stucky usually calls me uh, at the beginning of the week... And he goes, yo, I need your dates. Like, when are you off? And usually I get, like, two days off in a row. And I go, I'm off this day and this day. And he goes, all right, let me check that with my schedule. Okay, I'm working this, blah, blah, blah. So let's do it this night because I'm off the next day so we can drink and we can have a good time. So he tells me. So I wake up around, like, (laughs) I get off work. I go to bed. I wake up around 10. <laughs> Usually to a call with Stucky. Hey, man, where are you at? <laughs> like you don't know, I'm going to wake up at 10. <laughs> I don't know why you always... <laughs> but it, it, you know what? It, it kind of helps me. Because it like, alright, man, I, I got some stuff we need to do. So I get up. I talk to you for a little bit. I smoke me a cigarette. All right, man, I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to go get the brews. So I go. I go down to the little corner store. Give me two packs of smokes. Because I know I'm going to smoke them all sitting out on the patio, on your patio, drinking. So I give me two packs of smokes. One for this day and one for the next day. Because <laughs> you're not going to be able to wake up. Like, if you do wake up, you're going to be like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that always happens to me. Ugh. I wake up the next day and I was like, <laughs> I feel like I just smoked 20 cigarettes in a row. You're talking like... Because I did. Homer, Homer Simpson's sisters. <laughs> no, man. Like, when I wake up... No, Marge's, Marge's sisters. Yes. No, I just fact-checked myself. <laughs> when I wake up, man, I feel like I need a tracheotomy. Why did you marry him, Marge? Why did I smoke all 20? <laughs> Don't you have any self-control? <laughs> so I come to your crib. I call you beforehand. Yeah? Because it takes you forever to get to the door. Yeah. So I call you 
about five minutes away from the door. So by the time I pull in, you're out on the porch. You let me in. I come to the back. <laughs> uh, what do I do? I wash the tops off of the thing. Yeah, that's very OCD. Well, no, I saw a video of... Uh, well, one, I saw a video, <laughs> and it was just like rats. And they were just crawling over the tops of these like cans. And like peeing and crapping all over them. Mm. And another thing is, from when we worked at Sam's, all the like like dirt and grime that would come off those pallets that were on top of the yeah. things. So it just like sticks in the back of my head, and I think, oh no, if I don't wash if I don't wash these off, I'm gonna get some sort of thing. So I wash them off. Crack two, one for you, one for me. We go sit down on the porch. <clears throat> And then we start figuring out what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and I think that's why it's stream of consciousness. And then we come in here, and whatever we thought we were going to talk about, it never we works. never even talk about it. Because we had something we were supposed to talk about. I go, we sat out there for like three hours, just chilling and smoking and talking. And we thought we had a game plan. And <laughs> then we come in here, it's a total <laughs> shot in the dark with what we're doing. <clears throat> Because I go, all right, I watched Almost Famous, right? So I said, all right, we'll put on The Who, The Spark. And I go, you asking me about this. And I'll go into, we were supposed to talk about a, movies, movies yeah, that have uh, soundtracks that surpass, like, like the way you think of uh, Stuck in the Middle of You, or Stuck in the Middle with You. You don't think about the song with Steeler Wheeler. No. You think about Pulp. You think about Reservoir Dogs. Michael, Michael Madison dancing around yeah. and then cutting the guy's Pouring ear off. The we were top. like, yeah, and then we can like talk about songs like that. <laughs> but we are almost twenty minutes into this. <laughs> we're talking about how we prepare. <laughs> and that's how it goes. That's how it happens, people. Stream I'm consciousness. Glad, I'm glad we have at least ten fans. <laughs> I can deal with that. For this quality podcast. It is a qual it's a high quality podcast at that. Bro, you know another song? High quality. It's another Tarantino song. Tarantino's got a lot. That <clears throat> that whistle theme. I don't even think about that, bro. Yeah. I don't even think about that. I don't even know the original song. I just think of the Kill Bill Do 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 Do. Yeah, because yeah, one day I was I told you about that. I was just yeah. whistling it. And somebody else... It's not in my mind. Yeah. Well, I was just whistling it, and the guy I was riding with goes, I really like that movie Kill Bill. And I said, was that that movie? Yeah. I totally forgot about You don't the even movie. know, man. Like, it's get subconsciously planted in your brain. But why would I even be thinking that I'm delivering mail, mm. and I'm whistling the, the Kill Bill track? I think it's because you're bored. Maybe it was because I had a job to do, and <laughs> and your brain just like no. and cycles. What's her name? What? Who was the girl's name? that was in that show. You talking about Uma Thurman? Yeah, Uma Thurman. Or the girl who was doing the whistle song. No, I think that <clears throat> she had a role in that movie in a mission and she had a job to do like you have a job to do yeah and that's why I was whistling that theme <laughs> because I had a job to do I had to put that mail in that room that may be right I don't know I don't know enough about brains how they work 
I think that's totally what it was. I'm pretty sure that's not it, but you may be right. I, I know I'm right you. on this one. This is for, sh- for shizzle true. You know the one I always think about? What's that? Is uh, the Pulp Fiction rape song. You know what I'm talking about? And I know the actual song, the names of this song is uh, called Comanche. But as soon as I said the Pulp Fiction rape song, you heard it playing in your brain. Or that. Good about horses, you think of Jay dancing sexy in front of the movies. No, not Jay. Silence of the Lambs, bro. Yeah, I know that one. But I always like the, the J version better. And Clerks too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one better than the other one. The other one was just freaky. <laughs> it's supposed to be freaky. He's a serial killer. Do you want to fuck me? <laughs> I would. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That movie's so good. What about... Matter of fact, we were watching uh, Days and Confused before we started. And the uh, the No More Mr. Nice Guy, every time I hear that song, I think about that little kid getting spanked by all those guys <laughs> outside of that baseball game. No More Mr. Nice Guy. And he's just getting cracked. And I was all hype about the Stone Days because they played uh, Blue, o- Blue, Blue Oyster Occult. You haven't even had one beer. <laughs> Why are you... <laughs> Why are you as crazy as I am right now? <laughs> Blue Oyster Occult. Which one? Oh, I can't remember what the name of the song. Fear the Reaper? Yes. See what? Yeah. When I think of that, I think of SNL. All I can think about is Ace Not Rag. That's that guy. And we when was it we saw Star Trek together? Which one? The first one. Did we watch that together? I think so because I seen the guy that was playing the big Romulan that was fighting Kirk on top of the deal. That's the guy. That was Eric like, Banner. Nah, <laughs> no, it's not Eric Banner. His little number one guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's like, you humans are weak. And then was that Ron Perlman? No, no that's uh, Genesis or Nemesis. Ron I'm talking about the little Romulan. You're talking about the 2009 one, the J.J. Yeah. Abrams one. Yeah, Eric Bana is number one. Right. He's the guy that played the guy that goes, Hey, Snodgrass. <laughs> All right. I was like, he came a long way. But you, It's crazy, man, because... I get into Star Trek. <laughs> it's crazy because... Uh, Oh, man, I have no idea where I was going to go with that. What? Like, but, all right, because you think of the Blue Oyster Cult as the Stone Age, right? Yeah. And I think of it as SNL. Yeah. How they, like, split off. Or that Dr. Dre song, all you can think of it as Train Day. Oh, the dum 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 yeah. dum 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 <laughs> Forgot about Dre? <laughs> Or still Dre, whichever one it is. Yeah, which he totally ripped off of a, a reggae song. The whole song is that whole reggae song. Yeah, I know. And I actually like, saw. And everybody's like, "Oh, he's such a, a genius! Oh, the he did take the whole song. The way he produces." 
the same thing as like saying that Vanilla Ice really didn't steal that song from uh, <laughs> from Bowie, from Bowie, and, <laughs> and Freddie Mercury. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dre, I, I figured you out. Not everybody in America really listens to reggae, so you can pull it off. <laughs> but you found the one guy. That, that understood <laughs> when I heard that beat. I was like, that's a full reggae You track. know what? I actually saw a vine about that. And it was this, uh, it's this black dude. And he usually listens to beats. And it's like, uh, when you hear that Ninth Wonder, and it's like a Ninth yeah. Wonder track, and he's like, oh, and he's getting crazy about it. And then uh, that's usually how he goes. Yeah. But then he hears uh, the reggae track you're talking about. Like, I don't know it. Like, I don't know it. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the same as Forgot About <laughs> Dre or whatever. Or Still Dre. And it's like, uh, when you hear that, uh, whatever the name is, and you think the beat's about to drop... And Dre's about to start spitting. So it's like the guy, and he's listening to it, and he's like, yeah. And it's like exactly the same as the Dre beat. <laughs> he's waiting for it to drop, and this guy just starts singing. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, what is this? He stole the whole thing. The whole thing, bro. The whole thing. What a wackadoodle. See, that's when, uh, that's when you got to give credence to the people who were like, uh, hip-hop sampling is cheating. Because you just take basically the hook or the little riff. Well, the original was. The original hip hop and stuff, they they just took break beats. Yeah. You just take, like, the drums or you take the piano and then you move on. Yeah. Like an actual producer's supposed to do. Yeah, like, it was. I mean, they took breaks out of, like, records they found and then they they took that and started making their own stuff. Where would you put Dre on on your. Let's say you're a top five of producers. Would you put him in your top five? No. I wouldn't either. <laughs> no. He would not be in there. Now, I don't know if that's because I don't know enough. Or he told he's you. really just overrated. It's, a, it's Dilla. Dilla. Okay, I'll agree. I'll, I would throw Dilla first. DJ Premier. Primo, that's a good one. You could have went Pete Rock, Primo. Diamond D. Mm-hmm. Pete Rock, Seal Smooth. Mm-hmm. My fifth and final would be Mad Lib. Okay, that's a good one. If I can mesh all of them together, I'd be a pretty happy guy. Would LP be in your top ten? Yeah. LP would probably be like seven. Who's six? Oh, it's so hard. Cause you got, you got Ninth Wonder. Yeah. He's in. He's a really good one. And some of these like new producers, man, they're like Apollo doing some. Apollo Brown. Apollo Brown's a really good one. I would. I would say Apollo Brown would be six. Apollo. Well, I mean, cause he hasn't been around that long. Yeah, but he his 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 boom bap with like that new futuristic. Uh, 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 yeah, it's like soulful. But yeah, like, it's like futuristic soul, yeah. man. I like. I don't even know if it's a, a genre or knowledge, a genre. Knowledge would probably be like number eight. See, I remember when I'd knowledge was out. coming up, man. I remember yeah. like listening to his like tracks, and then he went on that uh, 
Then he got put on that uh, 1999 by Joey Bad. And I was like, yo, this dude is sick. Like that Strawberries beat he did. But I did like Doom's beats. Yeah. I like when Doom makes his own stuff. So I'd say... What about Timberland? Where would you put him? Uh, like 15. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. The only thing he made... Timberland's a beast. He made a... He made a... a Timberland made a lot of really good beats. He made a lot of big names. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I I really liked that Future Sex album. What's the... JT. Yeah. (laughs) And I really... I thought you were going to say Justified. (laughs) You didn't like Justified? I didn't say I didn't like Justified. I just didn't know which one you were going to go with. I like both of them. There's nothing wrong with little JT. I like uh, I like Justified more than Future Sex. I like that Senorita song. Senorita. What about Just Blaze? Yeah, he's really good too. Bro, name me a producer who makes more bangers than Just Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like I've never seen a guy who was so like equipped to be. A banger maker. You know why I think he's a banger maker? Is because Jay Z pays him. No, but anywhere he goes. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, of course, he's done a lot for Jay Z and he makes a lot of bangers for him. But, like, anywhere he goes, MOP, Styles P. Yeah. Anywhere he goes, man. What about K Slay? What about Peanut Butter Wolf? Mad Lib, you didn't even bring him. I did bring him Mad Lib. You did bring him Mad Lib. Okay, yeah. I was about but to say. There's Peter Butter Wolf. Right. You wouldn't be on my top ten. John Wayne's really good. He wouldn't be on my top ten. Really good. I just need to hear a little bit more from him. <laughs> Let's see. Like I thought you were a little premature with Apollo Brown. No. I'm. I'm just saying. That's my opinion. I like thought you were a little like premature. You love beats in my backpack. Yeah. I wouldn't put him up there with, Why? with Drake. They're a lot better than some of these jokers that are putting out shit on the radio. Like, I love Kelly Portis. I love Beats in My Backpack. I love Cannibal Beats. But I mean, even like Kanye has... Yeah, we didn't even bring up Kanye. Like, Kanye's a, an Kanye, awesome producer. Yeah, like when you but, listen to his beats and then he starts rapping. But now, like, sometimes I think... That, like maybe he's taking that to his head too much, so so the beats kind of lack. I don't know what he's doing. It's not as lackluster as it used to be. I don't know if he's like trying to do some minimalist vocal stuff or whatever, or I don't know if I'm just like reaching to try and explain why his rapping has been sucking <laughs> lately, but it's really been subpar. Like I want to know who did, did all the Schoolboy Q songs. Like the beats from that. Which one, the blank face? Oh, we we didn't talk about house shoes. Yeah, house shoes is another good one. A rap music is another good one. Yeah, Exile. Mm hmm. But that's like bro. Exile them is all like Bay Area stuff. RJD two. Yeah, RJD two. We didn't bring up RJD two. DJ Shadow. DJ Shadow. Dibs, Mr. Dibs. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dibs is really good, too. <laughs> yeah. He's making those... Ki- oh, Anac- off of Anaconda, you had, like, them and themselves and Dose One, and they all were together. 
and they did one. Like, who do you think shapes the culture more? Or, or I don't, hold on, not like, not like, maybe not the culture, but like, who do you think shapes the sound more? The producer or the rapper or the MC, whatever you want to call them. I think, I think if you didn't have the producer making what the artist kind of envisions. Because right. I know for you, you would go to like Rocket and be like, this is what I'm going to talk about in there. I need something that would go with this. You know what I love about Rocket's beats? He's got like this crazy minimalist, but like this like hard drum. Like, like alright, so like the uh, the sample will be well, that's what I mean by when I say minimalist. Like the yeah, sample will be that, just kind of like it won't be a whole like bar of somebody sampling, yeah. but it'll just be like this little piece, and he'll like just cut it through, and like uh, 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 and he'll like <laughs> like scratch it, but then he'll just have like the hardest drums. Like that's what I love so much about Beats in My Backpack. That guy's got the sickest drum game. Like on on YouTube that I've found yet, man. Like somebody might be better. But I just haven't I just haven't met you yet. Some unknown might be better. I just haven't met you yet. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm, that's what I do at work. Man, I think it stems from the producer. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't have like let's say, if you didn't have Premier killing it for Guru. Yeah, like the you way he had the that collab with a gang star. Yeah. The way they did. Because it started out with him just like making a beat for him. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, Primo, I liked your stuff. Maybe you can make me a beat. And then he makes him a beat and he's like, man, this is killer. I just wrote this great song. Hey, maybe you can make me another beat. And then it, <laughs> before he knows it, it's like eight songs in. He's like, <laughs> let's just make it a tape, bro. <laughs> let's call it Gangstar. And it's like, it's like if you looked at Dilla's early work when he did uh, Slum Village, like he did the first two albums, and then he had done he had done so much extra work and left the group that they still had a whole nother tape they could have put out. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was just they were like, okay, well, Dilla gave us the rest of the album. Yeah, that's why I think it's so great about hip hop. Is that not only is it the writer, but it's also the producer. Usually it's like, <clears throat> when you go to like rock and roll, it's like you got Mick and Keith writing the songs. Yeah. But you got like Keith and you know blah, blah, blah doing the music and the arrangements and everything like that. And then you got the people in the studio making the arrangements. But like hip hop is just like, here's a beat I made. I'm a producer. You like it, you're a MC, and then you like mesh it together. Yeah. And it's like this crazy, like chimera of greatness. Like if LP would have never met Killer Mike, you wouldn't have Run the Jewels. Yeah, that's what happened. Like, I think he was at like an adult swim party. Yeah. And the guy was like, hey man, there's, you know, we want to do like a tape, whatever you want to do. We're like starting to do like music production. And he was like, yeah, okay. So he started, like, hearing things. And then he goes to LP. And <laughs> LP drops one beat on him. And he was like, this is the guy I want to make beats with forever. Well, and he so, just happened to be a rapper. Well, it was so crazy that, uh... And then you get Run the Jewels. You know, with that, 
Adult Swim, I remember when we worked at Sam's, like they'd always, we'd have those little interludes and then it'd be like, yeah. I was like, I know that, that's the Mad Lib beat. Yeah, or that's like, Flying Lotus or whatever. I was like, why are they playing that on TV? Yeah. <laughs> Some white guys from wherever <laughs> love hip hop and they're like, hey, we have a chance to do something. We can stick these on the intermissions. Let's throw a Flying Lotus on there. <laughs> With if our crazy nonsensical bumps. If you could when you worked at the TV station, if you could have gotten away with it, would you have done it? What do you mean, like? Like throwing crazy beats in there that you knew. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, you figured. Probably like, not. I mean, I thought because I didn't want to lose my I mean, job. Kaiser might have done it. <laughs> no, I don't know if he would have done it either. <laughs> Kaiser means king. <laughs> Kaiser likes his job. The black man with a German name still gets me every time you say his name. And I'm like, that's a black dude. Kaiser, man. Kaiser means king. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, definitely. It, But it's, I think it stems from both. Like, if you have a, if I have a love for boom bap, ninety right. style, right, jazz and all that stuff, you're gonna find an MC that's, that's what likes it, right. Now I may put a, a different twist to the boom bap because the boom bap's not really what it is nowadays, right, right, right. Because people want that trappy sound or whatever. Which sometimes the trappy rolls sound yeah. cool. Oh yeah, like there's a lot of trap beats I like. Yeah, but I don't want to be considered like I, I don't want to make these things and like oh you're trapped. I'm like right. no, I'm not, dude. I get what you're saying. You don't want to get pigeonholed. Yeah, because I want I'm I'm original in my mind. I'm thinking like, man, I really want to make some crazy weird stuff. I want to take like. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> you haven't made one piece. <laughs> I haven't made nothing, but I'm thinking in my mind like, man, if I win and if I get this this NPC, I'm gonna be like the weirdest guy on the block bro it's so crazy how one piece one piece of whatever can like spin your brain off into like this whole different world <laughs> that you've never <laughs> that you've never even stepped foot in yet like I know if I had that thing cause me and Forrest you know used to play on like his Dr. Sampler Forrest I think Forrest makes incredible beats and Dr. Drum you know he had his Dr. Sampler, Dr. Drum Machine. And mm. we would sit there on a Saturday night and, like, take angel hair off of, like, the, the college station we were listening to and, like, record it. Right. And then we'd sit there and mess with, like, the Dr. Beat and start making our own beats. Mm. And that's just what we would do. So, of course, like, I can work it. You just give it to me and I can work it. I Give me, like, I get two weeks of me just fucking with it. And I'll start making beats. Where do you think you'd go first? Like, what would you start digging into first? I'd probably dig into the soul. Right. Because it seems like it'd be easier to make a slower beat with, like, soul music. Well, not only that, but that's, like, what you've been, like, basically creatively raised on. So you'd, like, when you hear it... Yeah. When you hear that sample, you'd be like, okay, you know where to cut. And I have all those iconic records like, you know, uh, Marvin Gaye and and Al Green. I have all those on vinyl. So all I can just jazz. cut that, yeah. Miles Davis. Yeah, I got that Miles Coltrane, Davis. Coltrane. Monk. Louis Armstrong. Yeah. 
Like, I can play with that mm -hmm. and then go from there. All right, so let's say you get in. You got your feet wet. Yeah. And now you're at the point where you're starting to feel like, oh, let's see what I can do with this thing. Now you, you, know, now you got I it all down. It. Now I can take it for a spin on the highway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now we're, we're, where would you go? Where would I want to go? Yeah, where would you want to go? What would you start digging into? I would dig into punk rock. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I freaking knew it. Bro, I'm telling you, I, read that, I wrote that down somewhere. I was like, Stucky needs to take... He needs to take uh, punk rock and like those trap drums and those rolls yeah. and like that like super fast MC5 like hyper kinetic like guitars and, and, and just like mixing with those drums. I really loved back in the day. I loved those heavy like bass drum like when they made drum and bass. Like mm -hmm. I love that whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah, bro. Whoop whoop. But I never liked the way it was so quick. I liked it being fast, but but the way they they would do those those just imagine like a hardcore like you took like Pantera or Mudvayne and you chopped that shit up and dropped it in there. Yeah, man, raising hell. Yeah. <laughs> that would be or, ridiculous. Or they're getting like a that Slayer Rain and Blood. Well, that's more heavy metal. I thought you said oh. punk. <laughs> oh yeah. Oops. Oops. Maybe I messed up. Maybe I'm branching off a little bit. Just yeah, you're you're already moving. But no, no. Okay, punk rock. You can have hardcore, which is hardcore punk, mm -hmm. and then you can have regular punk. Now Slayer started out as a hardcore punk band. Right. And then it went into like the metal category because it's right, right, right. crazy. You can take all you wanted. It didn't really matter. But I think I would mix uh, punk, hardcore with hip hop. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then like, add, add the little trap rolls in it. I think the next like evolution of hip hop is going to be more producer based than lyrically based well I mean I could okay let's say I do get that deal I can sit in here and make a whole album I haven't heard a lot of punk trap with without that's like original turn up music mixing with the nowadays yeah. turn up music bro it like, can be great but I can sit here and make my own album mm -hmm. by myself just sitting here yeah without having to worry about sending it to somebody to polish up because right. it's all one production system right yeah yeah and then I could even get you do the acapella stuff and then just put it over it I want to hear these beats bro like just just listening to you talk about it I want to hear these beats because imagine because you remember what Rocket said he wanted to stick me with oh boy yeah every Switch time me. like he asked me on uh, he asked me on Facebook he said Send me some samples, and I just started like sending him these crazy samples. Yeah. Of like like old school like uh, not only just like I gave him a little funk at the beginning, and I started sending him like <laughs> punk <You> know, and <laughs> rock and all this stuff. You know how Ikea does that uh, rhythm roulette. Yeah. Akai, whatever. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I think. 
that we should do that once I get the stuff that we should do that once a month like me and you just go somewhere that we know there's records yeah and, and then I do the rhythm or what deal and then we try to see what kind of thing we can, we can make that would go with what Mick said we could put that on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> Throw a little link to our uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> I, I we're sorry about the Stitcher deal. It's not our fault. Yeah, man. People were like, "You heard about that, right?" No. Like I woke up, I get on Facebook, and it's like, hackers have commandeered everything you love. <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> uh, what was the uh, Twitter, Facebook. It was like everything that everybody gets onto to basically kill time. It's like some hackers they came in. It. Yeah, and just like shut it down. Now, I don't know, like, my conspiracy brain goes, maybe these people are trying to get us to wake up. To wake up. <laughs> but then, like, my flesh goes, hey, man, I want to go play my games on PlayStation. <laughs> they knocked out the PlayStation they, Network. I just bought Battlefield 1. Did they even, did they take out Microsoft? They took out Microsoft. Oh. They took out. See, I thought uh, they were gonna buy, play, you know Mr. PlayStation Network. Again. I don't know if there's. I don't know if it's still going on, man. I mean, you didn't have your Xbox on, so I don't know. I'm hoping once we get done with this, it's a uh, <laughs> three nineteen in the AM. <laughs> I'm hoping once we get done with this, when I go home, I'm gonna get to play the Battlefield online. So when we played it earlier today, it was online. Yeah, because it started around like I think it was like. Uh, I think it was like during the afternoon. Of course, the hackers wake up at 12. <laughs> and they're like, what were we supposed to... Oh yeah, we were supposed to stop the world. Because <laughs> we were playing it. It was fine. Yeah, we were playing. I guess after I left, that's when the, the hackers took you down. You know what? That actually makes sense because I started playing the Battlefield 1. And I started playing the campaign after you got back. And I played it till like 5 in the afternoon. Because when you left, you told me, look, man, you need to go to bed. You need to get some sleep. You need to wake up and come up. Let's keep the schedule. And I was like, I do what I want to do. This is my off day. Leave me alone. So I played till like 5. Bro, I played the campaign. And it was great, man. Like, it starts you out. So, alright, so it, it's like Battlefield 1, start, and then you play it, and then it goes, uh, this is based on actual events that happened over a century ago, and it's got like the Inception, boom, the horns or yeah, whatever, yeah, but yeah, instead yeah. of like a horn, it goes, boom, real tough, <laughs> and it's like, uh, this is actual combat, you're not expected to survive, boom, like that. <laughs> And then it, like, throws you into this person. Yeah. And then you start... So they quantum leap you into somebody. Not only that, bro. You know how, uh... When you play... You're like let's Bacula of video games. <laughs> let's say, uh... Let's say you're playing Call of Duty, right? Yeah. You get killed. What do you do? You hit that button. You yeah. respawn, right? You never know who this guy is. So when I'm playing Battlefield, I'm playing as this guy, and then I'm going, I'm trying to survive, and then I get killed, and yeah. all of a sudden, like, it brings up this dude's name, first and last name, yeah. and then, like, when he was born, and then when he dies, the date of today, and then it, like, takes me out, 
all the way up into the heavens, and then it brings me down into somebody else, and I'm in the same war, and then I'm, now I'm on like a turret, and I'm like shooting at <laughs> these Nazis, I'm like shooting at them, and then I get like killed by some all on some like all all uh, what's it oh artillery shells yeah there we go <laughs> I get killed by the artillery shells, and then it gives another name and another date. And then it swoops me over to some other guy. And then I'm, like, fighting with him. And then I get, like, flamethrowed by this guy. <laughs> He's, like, throwing flames on me and, like, burns me alive. And I become some other guy. And it keeps doing that through this whole battle, man. And I was like, that's actually pretty cool, man. It is. Like, you actually get to feel who you are. I thought it was, I thought it was a nice little touch. I liked it, man. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And I heard you could, <laughs> you like if you continue to play through the campaign, because after that I was like, that's too much for my psyche. <laughs> I got to go to bed. So. Do you think, after, like when you get to the end, it's gonna bring up all these names? Oh man, that'd be nice. And then like, yeah, all the like, people this is forgot about. In, they were real people. <laughs> this is what happened in Normandy. Well, it's World War One, so. Uh, that was World War Two. No, no, it's World War One. Which one, Normandy? No, Normandy's World War Two. Okay, yeah, okay. So you think they're gonna go for a second one on this? Battlefield Two. It'll be World War Two. I don't think so, because that's when the whole. Or you think they're gonna go back? More that's basically and when do like, like the Civil War. <laughs> no, I don't know if they're gonna go back that far. I don't know, man, because. Basically, when this whole like first-person shooter world at war thing started was World did War that Two. With, with that, what's that game you like so much? With the the guys with the hoods and the cloaks and the little Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, yeah. They went to the 1800s. That was kind of like. No, they went all the way to the 1700s. Oh yeah, but but it was kind of first-persony. No. Then, no? You no. Could, you can interject it into first person. I, I don't think so. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. You be the judge, our, our faithful listener. <laughs> our faithful listener. <laughs> Brody, you were just thinking stop. Big like, Bevo. Just, just stop to yourself and think. This is going to be on the internet forever. Yeah, no. There's going to be somebody... Like, when people think back to, like, Thomas Edison, they they pull up that old, like, uh, wax cylinder of him <laughs> him talking on the phone. Like, some little kid might pull this up one day, <laughs> like, way in the future, and be like, this is what people were talking about in the 21st century. <laughs> Who do you think would be the best producer, bro? <laughs> Their lives were so simple back then. Before they had to harvest crops out of moisture farms. <laughs> Are they having to send packages to the terraformed yeah, new because Mars? They got us going at Russia, man. Like, why would you want to go at Russia again? Uh, I guess they want to go 12 minutes to midnight. Yeah, bro. Like, what right, do you want to do? You want to... Right, or was it 13 minutes? No, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Just we know what minutes. you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear war. 
<laughs> the whole world destroyed. We know what you mean. Who do you think's gonna trigger it first? Well, of course it's gonna be us. Of course we're gonna be slippery on the trigger. You think? Yeah, man. Nah, man. We don't want to let that Putin get get those nukes off. No, because if we get Hillary, we're not gonna get that. Like, what do you mean? We're like, not she's not gonna push up Biden. Are you kidding me? All the people she's. She like, may have, she may have murdered, death killed a lot of people underneath her. Like the demolition man. Right yeah. <laughs> she may have done it underneath her. But she's not gonna do that publicly. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me just like backtrack. So she killed all these people. Yeah, but they, she makes it as a legend. Hold on, hold on. No. She killed all these people with a little bit of power she has. Mm -hmm. You think when she gets to the tippity top of the chain, she's gonna be just like cool about it? No, no. She's <laughs> gonna be out there trying to like hold this this picture perfect as crap like even though she's like fainting and it's really not fainting it's your heart stopping as you're walking whatever she's not gonna go out there on TV and just be like okay I, I just don't see her going at Putin what way. are you talking about she was doing that at the, uh, she was doing that at the debates talking about he was the one that uh, was behind the hacks at the DNC and the WikiLeaks and all that stuff what that's my impression of Donald Trump about that. <laughs> Hillary, you do the sniffs. Hillary. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hillary's such a liar. <laughs> Alright, now we got it. Hillary's such a liar. She's such a whore. <laughs> she let Bill get blown in the office. <laughs> I don't think she can take much more. <laughs> Why am I rambling like Dr. Seuss? I don't know. I don't know, man. That's what happens when it's off the top. Off the top of the dome. Man, it's amazing. I'm so glad. We're a, we're a, we're a quality podcast. Bro, we're at 54. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention that all time. You did an excellent uh, Bill Cosby. Did I do Bill Cosby? Did I Donald Trump? I was going to say. I think you did Bill Cosby. <laughs> you, almost, you almost got me, bro. I was like, when did that do Bill Cosby? Too much liquor in me. It's, it's the liquor, Julian. <laughs> I'm not in charge now. <laughs> <laughs> propane, propane. Oh, man. That's so crazy, bro. Like, they're really trying to start it up. Like, why wouldn't you want to be allies with Russia? I don't know, because they're evil. But as evil as us? Now, they're the evil empire. We're the good one. That's what they say, of course. Because they got to build support. Why can't we just be like Canada and not get in the way of stuff? <laughs> because that's what happens when you want to be in the good place they, with the innovation. I think the Canadians don't get in the ship because it's so cold up there. It's like, you know, can't do this right now. They can't, uh... Like, you know, arm, I'm so sorry, sorry, sorry. Our armed forces are kind of... <laughs> 
snowed in right now, eh? They can't use the calories, the extra yeah. calories, the work. We gotta eat this well blubber and stuff, eh? <laughs> I like how you took Canada back to the 18th century. <laughs> it's the only thing that preserved my food. <laughs> A lot of heavy salts. You hang the dry the meat to dry and stuff, eh? Get a couple of bad blues, sit back, talk to your bro on the phone. Do you think you can make it in a nuclear holocaust? Yeah, we go to Canada and we kill some moose, eh? <laughs> maybe you come, we get a couple of beaver pelts for your for a hat and maybe a... Uh, I don't know, man. A couple of wolverines or something. And, you Putin know. looks like no joke. I don't know why you would want to mess with him. Well... Putin does ride horses bareback. Yeah, no shirt. No shirt. He doesn't I've care heard, about the briars. He's wrestled get him. bears before and, <laughs> and got away. Uh, I think one time he, I, I heard that he pulled his own baby teeth. <laughs> Are you for real? And uh, we're just making up stuff. And that's what made him become a man. Okay. I heard that when okay, they made. Okay, I know you're making up stuff. I heard that when they made the KGB beast, uh -huh. the KGB beast from the Batman Gotham books and stuff, right. it was based after him because <laughs> when he was in the KGB, he was such a tough guy. Bro, that's so crazy that they're president. He, picks, he only picks white horses because. Bro, that's like having Ethan Hunt as your president. <laughs> he's been all these he's been on all these missions and now he's gonna run your country. <laughs> I've saved the world a dozen times. One time with a stick of gum. But isn't that what happens in, in North Korea? They like make everybody think that 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 young un or whatever Kim Jong -un. is like a superhero and then they have to believe it. And they'll make a movie about it and then put it out and like this is actual fact about your your president. Yeah, they throw out the propaganda and since these people only eat they're grubs like, and don't have electricity, they're like we have to is, believe. Yeah, it. like why wouldn't you believe it? Like that's the only thing you know. It must suck there. <laughs> so much, bro. And like he has his own city and stuff, and that's where I bet he has like a Starbucks there and stuff. And he's like, hey, uh, don't come to my city. I'll invite you once a year. Every time I see him in one of those pictures, like I just want to like poke him right in the right in the belly button. <laughs> see if he laughs at the Pillsbury <laughs> Dummy. Boy, I don't know why. I just want to go. Hee hee. I just poke him right in the gut. <laughs> okay. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> I wonder if he's tickled. How about you eat my crescent rolls next time? Hee <laughs> hee. He doesn't look like the ticklish type. He did kill his own uncle. Oh, he killed so many people. I don't see how we haven't, like, raided their country and said, you know what? It's because we know they're not about it. That's why they're getting, like... Like, the machine is... It's churning. It's talking Russia this and Russia that, man. But really... I don't know why you want to get... In, Getting into it with Russia. Didn't we already do this? You kind of want to take North Korea out first because they're the ones that are testing fucking nuclear weapons. Or yeah, exactly. When you're talking about crazy people, people you can't reason with, it's the guy who thinks he's a god king like Xerxes in 300. Yeah, and then he like plays take with America. <laughs> take that dude out. He plays with America. Like if we have a, a boat over there just floating around. 
he'll fly his plane so close to the decks. I think he probably rides like eat dicks on the bottom of the plane just to do it. And fly I could have shot your boat. <laughs> I don't know why he's German. <laughs> I don't know what Korean. He says eat dick in Korean. <laughs> I don't know a Korean accent. <laughs> your boat is so weak. I'm just gonna go German. We could have shot it. <laughs> Could have sunk it to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> this is North Korea talking. Yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> Who does care about your stinking bugs? <laughs> it was we sunk. I will sink all your battleships. <laughs> Don't you come around here, US. We'll put you on the ocean floor. It didn't make a good propaganda film about it. Bro, this is the craziest episode I've ever, <laughs> ever made. <laughs> they just went totally off the rails. <laughs> it's completely insane. Is it? Yes. <laughs> you didn't get the question. It's all insane. It's insane. <laughs> I just came to myself. Did you? I had a moment of clarity. Okay, we talked about what you wanted to talk about. No, first we talked about how we talked about whatever we wanted to talk about, and then we brought it to what we were supposed to talk about. And then we talked about that. <laughs> and then we explained our <laughs> podcast to normal people. Yeah, we did that at the beginning. Yeah. And then we did, hey, this is what we were supposed to do, but we talked about this. <laughs> It's all messed up. Well, I'm not trying to recut this thing and put it the way it's supposed to be because everything was said we were talking. Yeah, that takes too long. It's too much work. That's why I just put it out all in whole. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> that I don't cut things out of this thing Unfiltered. at all. Unfiltered. Uncensored. It's a filthy podcast <laughs> that we try to keep together with our minds. So... To that, I guess it should be the plugs. It's 102. That would be plugs. What do you got this new? Something. No worries. Wonderful. Anderson Pack and Knowledge. Oh, yeah. we. I think we played one of those songs a couple of episodes yeah, back. Yeah, we played Suede. Suede on the outside. Mm-hmm. Candy Pink. Candy they finally pink. dropped the full album. Oh, yeah? It is so tasty. Uh, Pitchfork gave it an 8.2. Yeah, Stone Throw album. No worries. N-X worries. Yeah. That's how they spell it. Yeah. Anderson Pack knowledge. So good. It was so worth it. Yeah, man. So go check it out. Try to get it on vinyl. If you're going to get it, put it on the old turntable. If you're a purist. Well, Well, it just makes it, like, I mean, it sounds soulful. The whole album's soulful. Yeah, you would let me listen to it while we were out on the patio smoking. Yeah, man, it's so I good. was like, this tape's pretty freaking good. Like, he only had two songs he let out, and then... That Link Up and Sway. Yeah. And that was, they put those out as singles. You could, like, you could have bought the, LP, the EP of that for, like, twelve fifty. Mm-hmm. But I wanted the whole thing. I gotta hear it. I'll wait a little while longer. It was freaking good, though. Yeah. Like, I, I can heard see it. why Pitchfork gave it an 8.2. Anderson Peck is <laughs> definitely underrated. Like, I heard him on the X of it. You know who XL? found him? Who? Dr. Dre. 
See, same lame <laughs> we were talking about earlier. <laughs> See, that's why I can't hate Andre. Bro, he found... He found Snoop. Eminem. He found Snoop first. Eminem. And then 50 Cent. The Game. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the game. The Game. Kendrick Lamar. That's why you can't hate what, on What? Lloyd Banks? No, no. That was a G-Unit thing. Oh, that was a G-Unit thing? Yeah. I just figured because he was stuck in them with it. You know? <laughs> stuck with them. And I got a... Uh, I started watching the show on Netflix, bro. It's a, a little comedy, and it's only got two seasons. <laughs> but it was killing me. It was making me laugh so much. It's a show called uh, Better Off Ted. I've seen oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, you are telling me. About yeah, that. I've seen it a bunch of times in the Netflix. Like, they never get rid of it. You were talking about... I had nothing to watch. And the I girl just, in it. It's got the girl off of... Uh, Arrested Development, the one who's banging Ellen. Patricia De Rosa. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's got this other guy. I thought it was John Hamm at first. That's what made me go. It's not. No, it's some dude who looks like John Hamm. But he works at like this. Uh, what if it was the guy from from White Collar? Uh, he doesn't look like that guy. John Hamm's more like classic Hollywood. Yeah. Like. Uh, Cavill. I think, yeah, that's his name. No, no, Henry Cavill, Superman. <laughs> he reminds me of classic. Yeah, he looks like he's got the like square when he jaw. Did that, when he did that, the man from Uncle. Right. He reminded me of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you say Vince? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, he's like an old monster guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about like the guy from the God in the Wind. Uh, God, God in the Wind. Oh. That would be... Clark Gable. Clark Gable. Dang. I thought I was going to say Glenn Close. <laughs> Glenn Close? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> that's a woman. <laughs> Second of all, she was in the golden age of Hollywood. <laughs> What about, uh... You could have said Earl Flynn? Yeah, I do like Earl Flynn. <laughs> I wear my toboggan like Earl Lon Flynn. Lon Chaney? Yeah. The Wolfman? Who? Lon Chaney? Yeah. What about, uh... Bill Murray? No, he's not classic Hollywood. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> he's got the pock face. Uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck would probably, if he was back in the day, he would probably make it. Not Clark Gable. I don't even think of that. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, the Casablanca. That's what Humphrey I was about Bogart. Say. Humphrey Bogart. That's Henry Cavill, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Sorry. I think they would fit into. He would fit into their group. Bro, there's something wrong with his nose, though. He's got like a Owen Wilson nose. It's like all scrunched up. It's okay. Okay, Ben Affleck would be in that that group. Definitely. When he played uh, George. Superman, George Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely. I could see that. He's got the square jaw. At and least everything. he got to play Superman once. Now he's playing Batman. Like a boss. <laughs> 
I like them as George Reeves. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I remember that's when I worked at the movies, and I was like me and my brother. We got stuck watching that movie because I would have to build all the movies. Mm-hmm. And if the people didn't want to watch the movies, we would have to watch them to make sure they played right. And we yeah. got stuck watching Hollywood Land. I mean, it walked out of that movie. They were like, that's a pretty freaking good movie. <laughs> That happened to me three times <laughs> the whole time I was working there. I watched, uh, no, no, four. One of them was Lucky Number Slevin. That was a good movie that I walked yeah, out that's of. Yeah, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, and Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Children of Men. I walked out of that and I was like, Jesus, that's that was one. a really good movie. Is that the one that... Clavo. Yeah, Clavo. <laughs> yeah, Clavo one. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> Look at how long you did that for. <laughs> oh my god! What were the other two? Of course, The Departed. Oh yeah, that's a excellent movie. <laughs> the greatest. And the last one was—I can't remember the, the movie I was talking about when we started because you messed me all up. <laughs> Never what was the movie? <laughs> I know you know. Please tell me. No. <laughs> I can't remember it. There's nothing to you. Oh, Jesus. That's going to drive me crazy. Come on, tell me. I can't remember what movie you're talking about. <laughs> Dang it, I knew you were going to forget. <laughs> Whatever that is. That was the last movie that I liked. Oh, Hollywood Land. Yeah, Hollywood Land. <laughs> Jesus, that was going to drive me crazy, bro. Oh, man. That doesn't make your fourth one, though. Wait, this... Yeah, that was a... Because Lucky Number 11. Children of Men. Yeah. Hollywood Land. And The Departed. Oh, okay. Don't try, to, don't try to confuse me again. You already confused me long <laughs> enough. But this is supposed to be the plugs. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about the things we like. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is the plugs. <laughs> I really enjoyed the new John Wayne cassette, Volume 3. I don't think it's new, bro. I think it's been out for a while. Well, it's new to me. Because new I thought yours. they kicked him out. That was Stone's Throw? Yeah. Isn't well, that what we talked about? Like, yeah, yeah. I went on Stone's Throw. I went on Stone's Throw to try to find it. I was like, maybe they got it on MP3 on there. Yeah, for free. Yeah. No. All they have is two songs on there for John Wayne. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. On it's an old one. But it's a really good freaking tape, though. It's yeah. called John Wayne. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Cassette 3. Big old <laughs> yeah, there's a big... <laughs> that's what you get for turning off the lights. <laughs> I thought I'd set the ambiance <laughs> to the plugs. I'm not even sure. You should start the beat for these plugs. It's all over the place. I'm going to have the beat throughout it. From <laughs> two to there. That last one you played was great. Yeah, that Who was, was the guy? Uh, oh, God. Uh, right. Let me, I'll pull it up. Alright, you pull it up. I'll start talking about something else. Oh, Jesus. I can't think of anything else. That was new. Oh, I started on uh, the the end of Luke Cage. Oh, so did you have you revamped your? Uh... What I thought about it? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, it's still garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm like nine episodes in. Oh, I'm having trouble finishing this thing. It's so bad. That, that feels like when I try to watch Jessica Jones. I really? 30 minutes left. Really? 30 minutes left. You had to work your way through it? Yeah. Oh, man. It took me like two weeks to get to 30 minutes So left. maybe it's not bad in the sense that it's bad universally. It's just bad because it's my opinion. Yeah. That could be it, too. But man. I don't know, man. That's pretty bad. It's pretty, like... Mundane. It what you wanted it to be the max version, and you got like not exactly the Disney. max version. I was I was looking for somebody with a vision, like somebody who was gonna take this thing to another level. You didn't get that. No, I just got some guy doing like the humdrum, and so far it's still humdrum. That's why huh? it's maybe Danny Rand would be better. Oh, God, I hope so, man. He's got the tattoo on his chest. <laughs> and we saw the old man Logan. Old go, man Logan. <laughs> yeah, if you like Wolverine, go check that out. I don't know if the movie's going to be good. I don't... But go check the trailer out. Well, you know it's never going to be like the comic, but because they don't own all the characters. Right. Um, you find that guy? Yeah. What's his name? It's a Profound Beats. Profound Beats on YouTube. Apollo Brown type beat. Hip-hop that was so freaking great, man. Yeah. So go check him out. And go check out... <sighs> Do you know whose beat you're going to put over this? No, not yet. Ah, <laughs> dang it. I was going to give him a shout-out. I was going to... Whoever he is. shot in the dark. <laughs> it's, shot, it's shot in the dark. I go, like, wonder what I want to listen to. I'll be like, action boxing type beat. You know, pop up or something. I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll listen to it. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So what we should do, when we should, like, put it in... Maybe we should put, like, take a hat and just drop artists we like names in there, and then we'll just pick that out, and it'll be the type beat from now on. No, I kind of like it the way we're doing it. Like, we just do it how we feel it. Well, with that one, with the last episode, we were so so much in the Detroit area. Right, so you had to go Apollo Brown type. Yeah. I, I had to do you. Apollo. That's what I mean. Like, I like going with the feel. Since we talked about uh, Detroit hockey for a while. <laughs> yeah, a good long while. <laughs> um, I had to add to Detroit State of Nine at the end of it. Right, 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 right. I like that. Yeah. I know what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> that's why I stick with Stucky. And that's why you can email me at stickingwithstucky at gmail.com. <laughs> That's right. You can also find me or Chris at Twitter and Instagram, Captain at Captain Hall 99. Danger Chris 88. You can also go to New Pod World Order. There's a bunch of crap on there you can find. Yeah, a bunch of shows. They're all good. Check them out. And Let us know DS what you think. Pod, I'm not, I'm not going to name them all off. Yeah, there's so many because we're moving and grooving. Yeah, we're in the cut. What do you think? We're on the up and up. You can find us on, uh, on uh, iTunes, Snitcher, uh, Stitcher, Burberry, Blueberry. Blueberry. <laughs> Bro, you sure you didn't have anything to drink? I didn't have nothing. iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, Blueberry. Okay. I, I, I don't know how we got on Blueberry, but thank you for putting us on yeah, there. Yeah, somebody put us on there. We appreciate you. We might have, like, 
We might be like the best podcast <laughs> ever. Never know. I love your optimism. I know. You can also go to SoundCloud. That's all I got for that. Yeah, man. That's it. New pod word over. At stick underscore stuck. Stick with underscore stuck. Facebook. Gmail. Twitter. Just go, I tell you what. Instagram. Just go to Google and go stick with stuck. <laughs> just type that in there. We gotta be able to cut these uh, it, these plugs now. No, you know what? And and once you do that, it'll just bring up everything about me. <laughs> yeah, this is the best way to cut these plugs now. Look, you know what it is. I'm <laughs> just gonna Google. Okay. Stick with Stucky. <laughs> I think I think I'm done with these things. So this is what I want to tell you. Last time, <laughs> it's called Kirk Out. Yo, rappers are falling off like hip hop is having chemotherapy. I'll let that line marinate completely. Weniac the cook is the elephant in the room. I'm the element of doom. You haven't seen the side of boom. From the womb, I've been weaving on the loom. But writing about my life to the tune of my tomb. And working in my room from the moon to the moon. I'm saying, these rules are overdue for tame and make them feel like an aphid in the garden of amazing. Roses on your grave like tuxedo caiman. I don't give a fuck. These rappers pass away like they used to pass the Dutch. They couldn't find the flux. After hearing numbers on the horn, you think they had enough But even if they're in the deli, couldn't tell the numbers up Step aside, let me show you how I rough Got a bed full of beats, a rhyme book inside the glove compartment In front I got a honey giving rub While I run these rappers down in my F-150 truck I lay in the cut until these sirens are giving up Afraid to put me on because they know I'm on top I can walk in as a stranger and rock the whole block I got a gift that's ironically never been wrapped It's the wrath of a rapper that's never been had Shouts to J.Ru for doing Wrath of the Mass So I can pull you from the past I am the aftermath rap game Sam Beckett for that ass, I'm a rook These kings are getting checked without the power of a hook Don't forget about the power of a book I read like a worm so you know I got them shook They ain't a crook They see words at a fifth grade level I'm this great, a master of the